VP fam, what's up you guys? Your girl Shiro back with another one. What's up you guys? I hope you're having a lovely week, a lovely new month. Happy July guys. It's a new month. It's a new time. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. So today is July 2nd, Sunday, July 2nd, um, 2023. And <laughs> you know, let me just tell you today, kali. Kali, Kali, Kali. And I, I think I'm going to be under attack for this one. But it is what it is because I've been under attack for the last two years. So I can definitely handle whatever is coming next. But, you know, there's, a, there's, the, there's, there's, this, um, there's this confidence of knowing that I'm good and knowing that I'm taken care of. And it doesn't even matter, you know, because Munguako. Munguako, Natani. Natani Chunga, Natani Linda, Natani... He'll take care of me. All of my burdens are his. You feel me? All of my issues, I give them to God because at the end of the day, he's the one who's going to help me out of this situation. And this one is completely about God. So if you are not here for any of those kind of conversations, go ahead and log on off. Hit pause, hit stop, cancel because he this one is not for you. But even if you are not a believer and if you are not into all that godly maneno, because I think there's something that's necessary here that needs to be said and needs to be spread and needs to be, you know, the center point of most of our lives because we are out here living mediocre lives and, and not living the full potential. So let me let me first say, I hope you guys are doing great. Thank you guys for listening each and every time. Thank you for pressing play. Thank you for the for the for the for the consistency of, of 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 just giving me your time and your attention. And I thank you so much for anyone who has told anyone else, hey, hey, by the way, Kunaika Podcast Apa, who you do this girl is crazy, but she does some points sometimes. Like on her philosophy and yena nibamba or whatever. Like my her philosophy is interesting. So here goes a new episode of Kenyan Plug Pod by your girl She Rome. So yes, um, I'm listening to this sermon. Um, I'm listening to this word. Naskiza ineno. Toka Pastor Tore Roberts. And it's on YouTube, of course. Um, Sunday, I go to church on Friday. Because that's Fellowship Friday. And also, finding a church in Kenya is like finding gold. Gold, a needle in a mother-loving haystack. Okay? And, um... Since, you know, child, I, you know, when I was just doing it in the house, I just felt like I'm doing something wrong. Like, I should be trying to at least have a church home because of the reasons of tithing, because of the reasons of being in, like, you know, around other people. Because, you know, where two or more are gathered, honey, the presence of God must appear. But that is fraud. Today we are defrauding the word of God. We are defrauding... Um. You know, it is said that it, that is said in the Bible, but that shouldn't be the only way that you capture the presence of God. Um, but yeah, so today I'm just debunking and defrauding all the things that we have been taught about God and and reasons. I think why majority of us are not interested in God because to me, I'm doing and first of all. There's one, we see all these people who claim and, you know, quote, unquote, wana, fanana, wana, you know, they, these people look like God or these are the standards. 
kuna ma aunties, kuna ma shoshos, kuna ma nini. All of these people actually are the godly people. These are the holier than thou people. And we have seen that most of our lives. And those are the only reflections or representations of God that we know. And we know them when they get out of church, when they're out of the church service, when they're out of, of prayer, when they're out of, you know, the, the, the fasting, and when they're out of this and they're out of that. And we see them and we are unattracted to how they are as people. So we see, like, come on, India, and I represent Mungu. If you're the representation of God, honey, I don't want nothing to do with it because you look crazy and and you act crazy and you talk crazy and your mouth is set up crazy and your vibe is crazy and your heart is crazy and and everything about you doesn't make me feel good. So if you are a representation of God, Mungu, I don't want nothing to do with God because if this is what God people look like, honey. No, no, thank you. And the majority of us have a lot of that going on in our everyday lives, you know, especially in this time. I don't know if it's in this time or if it's in this place. I think that's why I respect America, because if you don't love God and you have no interest in God, you just go on with your life. You don't care about none of that extra stuff. I don't have to explain to you why I chose not to believe in God. I just don't believe in God, and we keep it moving. And that's why I said I, I respect it, because at least... Uko, there's no shame. There's no, you know, there's no, uh, there's no explanations needed. Here, here in this Kenya, everybody wants to act like they believe in God. But honey, you don't believe in God. You over here flexing like you believe in God, but you over here playing with God's name. You know, you saying God's name in vain. You moving in God's, you know, territory. You in the presence of you in the church, acting like the leader, acting like the, 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 the everything. Meanwhile, your heart and your posture are all over the place, and you you just can't be a lover of God if this is how you act. You know, that just doesn't make sense to me. Then you be going to church and, and then come out and go get you some alcohol and be gossiping and talking crazy. And I'm a victim of that, too. And I'm a, I'm an offender of that as well. You know, sometimes I might, you know, I, like I said, I go to church on Friday. I might come out and drink a nice old Guinness after, after church. And it's not... <laughs> It's not that I'm living wrong or nothing like that. It's just that that's just what it is. You feel me? And it's just like, but I know at the end of the day, I'm still going to look into the Bible and read my verses and my passages. And I'm going to do, like I said before in the last podcast, I believe it's the last one or the one before last. I curse. I still do some things that are not, you know, exactly the righteousness that I'm looking to be one day. Um, but I do know and I do recognize you know like I can't believe that I'm doing these things I, I can't believe them because I'm actively doing it but at the same time it's like dang girl when, when you gonna get that together but you know even watch a show sometimes I watch a show and I'm like that mess was foolish that mess was demonic you know not even demonic but it was not godly like, it wasn't a representation of God. And sometimes I'm just like, you know, when I was watching P-Valley, a little bit of Snowfall, and then especially when Damson Idris, the guy who played Franklin, he was over here talking about how he had to call on the devil to to get a part of the, 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 the show off. Like, he had to be so, he had to be so demonic. He had to be so evil in his character that he literally went to the devil for assistance to be able to carry out that role. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, and, and then I'm over here indulging it and over here talking about God. Like, how am I going to indulge in a show that literally represents the devil? 
and and has a bit of the devil in it in order to 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 be good and to be a successful show and I'm over here watching it and then I'm going to watch a sermon and then I'm going to pray and then I'm going to go drink my Guinness yani <laughs> unajua that that's the complications of life but this is what I'm saying tumelelewa we have been raised up to believe that because we are drinking or because we're having intercourse or because we're having because we're doing this and that and the other like we're living in sin and we're so sinful but people don't want to look into the gossiping people don't want don't want to look into the improper heart ukiona mapipa unataka ku lock mlango kama ukikuona vile unaweza lock paka everything yes of course be cautious with your life yes absolutely kama kuna there's a homeless person walking doesn't mean that you have to spit on them you can literally just judge the situation and pray for them god i ask you to look over them look over their lives father even if they're in this situation now father may you transform them may you may your presence and your hand be on their life even if you don't pay a pesa ata kama una kustusha even if they make you scared even if you don't want to give them no money honey just pray for them make a good prayer and move on about your day nobody cares about you know that's not the way to be eh huyu mtu alifanya nini kwa in this position sasa ona unajichafua huyu mtu sasa ni mchafu aje aje azipata pesa yangu i can't give him no money you look dirty you about to go smoke you about to go drink you about to make a mess of your life i'm not giving you nothing you talking all that crazy stuff but that's not the posture of god but before we can even get all of that in and because we are all victims of of doing wrong and we are all victims of um of not living according to the posture and and not being the best that we can be uh because i feel like you know between social media between you know now having a voice of our own and being you know free i think for a long time like our parents and our parents parents and all of that um you know for me i'm 30 i'm about to be 30 this year so i'm talking about the generation of us who have had older parents parents who are in their 50s 60s their grand you know our grandparents being 80 90 whatever those that period of parenting those people yani how was as way to na mashosho na maguks na mananani those people were not able to be free the way that we in this generation are free you know we are able to speak our minds to melewa mambo ya self care we are over here doing self care we're doing self awareness we're doing all of this inner work we're dealing with our inner child we're dealing with with so many things we're doing therapy we're willing to 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 deep dive it within ourselves to understand our trauma so that we can be able to discern how to move in the next department in the next level of life we're so pressed we we are understanding our finances a little different we we want to you know leave legacies like to gonna different type of energy at this time we want to break generational curses we are generational break, curse breakers we want to live differently we want to move differently so when we hear these type of things and when when we feel these type of ways you know it's not just for nothing because mungu anataka tu God needs us right now. God needs us to be self-aware in order to be aware of him. And and that's what I was saying because I'm thinking about how the fact that in 2017, which was what 5 years ago or whatever, maybe 6 years ago, um that's when I rejoined back to God before I even started this podcast. But in 2017, I was under attack, honey. 
and, and it wasn't even like an attack that I even knew or, you know, like I knew I was under attack because of the fact that, Yanni, I, re- I think in 2017 is when I realized I don't even have my citizenship. I don't even have nothing like I don't I'm not I don't even know what my future is going to look like now that I know that my I don't I'm not an American citizen now that I know that my American stay is in jeopardy now that I know I have a timeline for when I have to leave America now that I know that everything is changing you know and and the beauty of this is that I fell in love with God just a bit before um, knowing all of this stuff, because I feel like if I hadn't had that breakthrough, that breakdown, that moment of knowing God and having that re, re, reunite, re, reunion with God, because of course, I think we went to church in Kenya a bit, then me and my sister found another church when we were in America, um, and then we, we met my godmom who was pressing us to go to church, then we just like we just had to keep getting these interactions with people who wanted us to go to church, keeping us in church, having this church relationship with God. Like we just kept merging with God. But of course, when you're merging, at a businesses can merge, at a Apple na na at a Samsung na na nani waki merge. It's just a merger. It doesn't mean anything. Well, kobiashara yako, mi kona biashara yangu, mi badun kona jina yangu, well kona jina yako. Your name, my name. We don't have to really talk, but I know you. We 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 with each other. You know, I know some something about you. You know something about me. We get each other, but we still doing our business our own way. So that's basically what's been going on. Mimi, Nicole Zangu, God is over there. I know you got, we, we get along, you feel me? You my, you my guy, but I'm still on this earth. I'm still living, honey. I don't need you all the time. I just need to know you. When I send my prayers up, I hope you hear me. My life is pretty good. I have everything. I got a car. I got a man. I got a, I got a job. I got, I got a school. I'm doing well in school. I'm getting all the opportunities I wanted. Like, what else can I need? You feel me? So, for most part, I was just, like, good. I was listening to Joel Osteen. I was feeling really enlightened and really good about God. Yanni, look what I in my own bubble. But I never really wanted to seek, you know, God or whatever. I was never really pressed to seek God. And then I realized, like, when I got to university, oh, nearly tuba mungu to the side. Yes, I was going to church, but I, I had no interest. I wasn't interested. And and that's a lot of people like you can go to church all day. Unazenda faithfully every Sunday. Ata kama ni my fellowship Friday zetu. Unaenda Friday, unaenda Sunday, unaenda what? Unafanya church activities, but you're literally not interested in nothing about that church. You're just there to check a box and tick a box and say, "Yes, nimeenda kanisa. Yes, mimi ni mtu wa Mungu." Nini nini nini. But you're not there to learn nothing. You're not there to grow. You're not there to do anything. You're just there because that's just how it goes. And that's just the nini. The um, the order of things. That's the order of life. And that's what appeases our family members. And that's what makes them happy to hear that you went to church. And when your mom calls you, even when you're in university or when your father or when you're whoever, 
calls you and is like, how was your Sunday? Like your interest is just to be able to brag about the fact that you went to church so that people can think of you a certain way, but you have no interest in what God is talking, you know, the message. I tell what to do. Then this is the thing I laugh about all the time. Like, I'm like, so what did you learn today in church? Like, what was the message? Literally on Sunday. And you have no idea what the message was. So imagine by Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, especially Friday, Kifika, who the heck is God? And what the heck we learn? We ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing to do with that. I'm not interested. That's basically what it is. We I was so uninterested in God for majority of university that it was just like whatever. Then it's just like when I realize I'm throwing my life away, I'm not doing anything. I'm just a mess out here. You know, and I think when I got that DUI drinking under the influence, I was drinking and driving. When I got that drinking and driving situation, you know, I felt like that's when I really got disconnected with God Kabisa because I was like, how could God allow me to go through this? Like, I'm I'm doing well. I'm I'm striving past the obstacles of life. And all of a sudden, God hits me with the biggest obstacle right now. Now I can't drive. Now I don't have a license. Now I don't have this. Now I don't have that. I lost my job. Whew, everything was all over the place. Everything was falling apart. So therefore, I said, you know what? This is a God. I'm serving this God. You know, I didn't consciously say that. But God, who you moving to? I take to hell with him. I don't want nothing to do with him. But I was still making myself go to church. I was still present. And, you know, with I don't think I was praying, but I think I was still going to church. And, yeah. So every and then the people that I did know that were all godly and knew God, there they were at the same club as me getting lit, rolling up a blunt. So you know I'm like, okay, this is this is the God representation. Child, ain't nobody over here. God ain't doing nothing, honey. He he he. What? Who is God? Sips my drink right now. I'm sipping water, but sips my drink and and smokes my good old blunt. So you know, moving right along. 2017, I think I realized, honestly, like, I'm just in the same hole that I was in the year before, the year before, and the year before. Nothing is changing. My relationship with my parents are, are is just continuously dwindling and getting worse and worse. I think my show show had passed in 2017 or something like that, child. I got to make sure. I got to, oh, maybe it was 2016. I don't know. I feel like it was 2017. Uh, my grandmother passed. I hadn't been back to Kenya since I was eight. And that was the last time I had seen my grandmother. And then here I am again, you know, she's already passed away and I never got the opportunity to hang out with her, to know her. And all I knew of her was that she was this awesome businesswoman that acquired so many assets and properties for her children. And, and she was a legend. You feel me? She, basically, she was a legend and I wanted to know her and it hurt me to the core to know that everything that I wanted to be, you know, like that basically, you know, basically that that big boss woman, like the woman that has a legacy and that woman that that has the ability to keep her family together. Yeah, I mean, all the things that I had in my mind about my grandmother, you know, is shattered and the opportunity to meet her is shattered. The opportunity to learn from her is shattered. And here I am in this America and I don't know how to move about anything because I don't know where I'm going with my life anymore. I'm just directionless. I have these opportunities. I'm still going to school. I'm still going to class. I'm still flourishing in school. But yet and still it's just like, what am I doing? 
I'm, I'm just moving. I'm not consciously aware of my life. So that's when I got back to God. I got on my knees and I prayed and I sat there and I cried and I, I didn't have a job. I didn't have nothing. I was just literally doing nothing else but listening to my nini, my pastors on YouTube, listening to all this stuff, all these words, all these things on YouTube. Then I got with my ex-boyfriend. Like I've told y'all many times before, I started doing some inner work because I wanted to be a good woman for him because nobody in this lifetime had ever wanted to wife me up except for this man. And this man wanted to wife me up. And I was like, why me? Like, what about me is even interesting enough for you to wife me up? You feel me? Like, what about me makes you see a wife? I'm a mess. There's no man that could wife me up. There's no reason why a man would want to wife me up. The way that I move, the way that I carry myself, the way that I feel about myself, my self-esteem was literally zero. Zero. I'm trying to understand why this man would want me when there's all these women. He's rich. He's capable of doing anything. He lives in a fucking, he lives in a mansion. Why in the hell does he want me? What about me is interesting enough? What about me is good enough? What about me is, is worthy of being someone's wife. That's what I was asking myself. So, why, why don't we look for what this man is looking, what he's seeing in me that I'm not even seeing in myself. And he always told me, Mini, I'm an ambassador of the Lord. And he was like, I want you to ascend. And, and those kind of words at that time, ascend, ambassador of the Lord. What? What are you talking about? You know, what, what are you talking about? You know, that don't even make sense. Ascend? What does that even mean? I think I had to Google it. <laughs> and he just was stupid. Um, and I'm just like, uh, yeah, like, uh, okay, so ascending is to level up. Okay, basically, that's basically what that means. Um, descend, ascend, uh, come on, put it together, use your context clues. Um, ambassador of the Lord. Hmm, I'm going to have to look into that. What does that even mean? So, I, I, you know, I'm searching the words. You know, he was enlightening me. And he was using, you know, he was, I think it was, God, well, obviously it was God, you know, speaking through him so that I could be able to understand what this next level was calling on me to do. But, of course, you know, I was still, she wrote, hard-headed and wanting to do things my way. But, of course, I'm very glad about that situation because it allowed me to look in within myself and to and to search within myself for the answers, you know, for the answers that I needed to find within myself so that my heart and my mind and my soul and my spirit could realize that I am worthy of being someone's wife. I am worthy of being loved because I feel like, you know, once, as especially as a girl, like once you feel like your dad doesn't love you, they always say your parents are your first love. Like for me, my son is always, he's going to always look to me as his first representation of, of love from a woman even if it's my him being my son and me being his mother and it's nothing like that, of course, it's never going to be like that. But I'm the one who's going to set the standard for him to to understand love. You feel me? And and for and that's what happens with the daughter and her father. You know, I'm always going to look at my father as my first representation of love from a man. And if he doesn't do me right, and if he didn't love me correctly, especially if he didn't meet my love requirements, you feel me? I'm never going to feel like any man can because my dad has already dropped the ball. You feel me? And, and that's why sometimes you're not willing to be 
anyone's girlfriend and you're not willing to submit to any man because when you only submit to the one you you allowed yourself to be vulnerable though you're the one you allowed yourself to be this that and the other alikwangusha he let you down he let you down all the things that you are willing to do for your dad i'm making him cards you know love you making him little flowers from tissue that any i'm going inside the box writing poems I'm doing all this stuff for approval for my dad to love me. And I think at 13, he just straight up told me, straight up, <laughs> straight up. You see this roof over your head? I got this roof over your head. You got food. You got clothes. What else? You think I got time for love? I don't love you. I, it showed me something to make me love you. Do something to make me love you. But other than that, I ain't not your mom, boy. I love your time. Like, I don't have time for that shit. And that's basically what he told me in, in, in the essence of what he said. You feel me? And I'm grown enough now to to move forward past those things. But that shit crushed the living soul. It, it literally killed me when he said that. I think I, think I turned into a flipping stone <laughs> after that. Like, I, I think I didn't have no emotion after that. I think that's the day... That I tried some stupid shit. I think I tried to commit suicide in the most soft life way that you can commit suicide. I think I drank some like Ema cough syrup. And I was thinking like, oh, I need to just be numb in this moment. I don't care. I don't care about nothing. And, you know, I was just all hurt and sad. It wasn't no damn suicide attempt because I really wasn't trying to die. I just wanted to not feel anymore because I just felt like he had crushed my heart. So after that year, you know, but... Because we we don't look into things like that. We don't we don't look into um not magnifying glass. We just want to move past things. We just want to put them in the back of our heads. I did that for for majority of my time until twenty seventeen until I turned twenty five, and I'm looking into my life and I'm like, whoa, this is why I'm not loving men correctly. This is why I'm not allowing myself to be loved. This is why I'm ch- this is why I'm choosing men that I know I'm not they're not capable of being my husband or ever being a husband or this is why I'm not having a child this is why I'm not having children this is why I'm not doing anything in terms of trying to grow with anyone and be in a relationship with anyone and they kind of fruits and that will actually be something one day because I don't want to uncover my heart you know to this baridi this cold life this cold world I don't want to. I've already allowed myself to be vulnerable once before. And it led me down this rabbit hole of pain and allowed me to get hurt by my own father. Now you want me to just love a man on these streets that I met just the other day and accept him and allow him to 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 be, you know, whatever, to to be at heart young once again in his hand, somebody who can hold my hold my heart in his hand. And, and think that if he wants to squash my heart and he wants to break my heart, throw it down on the floor, he's going to have that power over me? Hell no. I'm not doing that. So I'm going to love on the lightest of surfaces. <laughs> I'm going to be on surface with love because I'm not going to allow any deep love to happen because I'm not going to allow myself to be broken again. That's what I said to myself for those many years. So I dated men that I knew were unavailable emotionally, that were not going to sustain in, you know, the longevity. Like, I'm going to break up with you sooner or later. I'm going to move on sooner or later. You feel me? Like, it's nothing serious. We, we just playing around. We just playing. So when this guy came 
when he's like, I, I can see you as my wife. I'm like, bruh, what? Do you even know who I am? <laughs> Do you even know how I move? I don't have time. I'm not interested in being anybody's wife. But why make, what makes you love me? You know, what makes you feel like I'm a wife? You know, what makes you feel that way? Especially since I've not even allowed you into my heart. What makes you feel like you can have the privilege of being in my heart and you can take all that pain away that I felt and you can do all these things and, and change the narrative and change my way of thinking about love in order to be my husband? What makes you think that? So now I had to do the inner work and I, now I had to do the work because now I need a promotion basically. I've been promoted to from regular chick that we're going to have you know, regular chick to wife now. And and now I need to step up to the plate and I need to allow myself to be emotionally vulnerable enough to be this man's wife because he wasn't a bad man. He he and then he saw potential in me and he introduced me to so many things and he was speaking to me on a higher level than what I was used to being spoke spoken to. You know, the, the the level that I was used to being spoken to. This man went to my dad and was like, what's up? Why didn't you go get her her citizenship? You know, why didn't you do the paperwork? Why, why didn't you step up for her when she needed you? Why didn't you, why are you leaving this girl out here to dry? He literally went to his house and said all those things. And I was like, yo, you are a madman, honey. You you a madman. You, oh, I see you. <laughs> I see you like I'm a cow. Who you see me? See Paul. He wants to know. He wants the answers. And I really appreciated him for all of that that he did. But he is an ex, okay? Let's move forward. But he really worked hard for me to stay in America, but it just didn't work out. Um, Yeah. So, because, and the reason why he went that hard is because I went that hard within myself. I went that hard to find myself, to understand myself, to heal myself. The next portion of life. Because if I'm going to be a wife, let me be healed. I don't want to come into a marriage with all of this baggage and all of this hurt and all of this lack of submission and all this masculinity and all of this everything. Let me come in this thing with a feminine touch, with a right heart, with a right, with a right mindset, with a right clarity and cleanse. And I'm clean of, of all of that baggage that I had from my father. So I worked through it, and I got through it. But all of, all of, all of this is to say this, right? Nilazima, because I was thinking, like, why do why why are we not understanding this thing? And okay, so the sermon that I was listening to on YouTube and what brought me to this place is that um, it was called the meaning of life. And and I kept you know I kept going on YouTube. I'm looking for music. Let me let me get turned up. Let me. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to find some music, honey, because I'm a, I'm a music lover. So Friday comes about. No, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, every day that I'm on YouTube. This message keeps swapping up, keeps swapping up. I'm like, Ugh, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. But something says, just save it to your watch later because on Sunday, I don't go to church. So I always like to have a sermon playing um, on Sundays when I'm cleaning up, when I'm with my son, whatever, whatever. While my mom is in church, you know, like whatever. I always like to have, you know, this sermon playing so that I can have the presence of God, even though I'm not in church. I just want to have that presence here, 
you know, so that I can feel like I am in church, you know, because I, I don't hate church. I just don't like to go to church where I'm not into all of the theatrics. I just need a good word, a good message, something that I, I can feel in my heart and my soul and my spirit and I, that is going to elevate me in the right way. And those are the things I'm looking for. Right. Right. So. I was basically what the pastor was saying, Pastor Torre, he was just saying, and he calls himself PT, um, he was just breaking down the meaning of, of life and, and, it, and the way this man preaches. And you know, I listened to Pastor Michael Todd from Transformation Church, and then I, I, I listened to a few of them, um, but Torre, Pastor Torre has really been one of those people that has really made me understand so many things on a on like on like a digest it's so edible it's so digestible it's so good and then pastor michael todd he does this thing where he breaks it so down that it's elementary like it's element Okay, it's 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 the littlest level of, of understanding. Like you get it in a baby form, and then Pastor Torre is a bit more. It's like not even get high school, <laughs> and then we have other pastors that you know they go crazier and crazier. But for you know, but you just have to have that basic understanding. You need that foundation. You need that understanding from Pastor Todd, from Pastor Todd, yes, from Michael Todd, to be able to understand the preaching and the pastoring of Torrey. So this consistent message has been about the kingdom of God. This year, a lot of pastors are preaching about the kingdom of God and how there's a spiritual warfare, but how God's people need to rise, right? So he, Pastor Torrey, basically, with the foundation of me hearing about the seeking of the kingdom of God, seeking of the kingdom of God, that's been the message, right? So Pastor Torrey goes and tells us about seeking the kingdom of God, right? But the way he's saying it now, he's saying that the kingdom is basically, you know, and I think I have it written down because I'm going to need it um, for you guys to understand. I'm going to say, my two, be aware. Pay attention to God. And that's basically how you get to the kingdom. If you look for him, so basically, if you're looking for God and you are looking for him, you have to pay attention to his presence and what makes him happy. And that a lot of things that we've been hearing this year is about worshiping and, and, and just being, you know, in tune with him. Like, you don't have to be in church to put on gospel music and vibe out. I told myself every morning when I'm making breakfast for me and my son, I would love for uh, me to be able to put some gospel music and get into, you know, the vibes. And this gospel music of today is not like, it doesn't have to be like that. It can be real smooth. Some some of this sounds like R&B and there is Christian R&B and there's all of this stuff. There's new vibes around. So if you want to get into a vibe, let me tell you, that Christian music, you know, that gospel it's motivational, really, and it's just, it's motivation, it's motivating you to be in the presence of God, right? So now I've been putting that music on. I've been praying in the morning every time I wake up. I've told myself, I'm challenging myself to say good five things that I'm thankful for every morning, five things that I'm thankful for every night. 
every night I've been telling myself, you have to read the Bible every night. Just go scroll, just pick a page and read. And then I read the Bible and then I go Google it um, to the New Living Translation NLT version. And I and I digest it in the way that it's now digestible because sometimes the Bible is trivial and sometimes you don't understand. So, of course, you have to go and look up the New Living Translation so that you can be able to understand in the way that it is interpreted by people who are on this earth currently. <laughs> because I don't know King James, honey, and he, and he he wasn't trying to make it easy for me. Um, so, yeah. So, that's what I'm saying. But I'm trying to understand, why do we not understand this thing? Because he was basically, what Pastor Torre was saying was that, Uki tafuta mungu, day in, day out, uki jiekea iyo za mungu. Like, you know, how Energy Radio puts on the, 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 the music all day Sunday is basically going to be gospel music. And then I think at night they put on reggae child or something. But anyways, Sunday, to make commit to ourselves, we're going to listen to gospel. But there was this one boy. Um, shout out to you, Tonio. Tonio was listening to gospel music every single day in, in college. And he was um, one of my other friends, uh, Jazz. He was her friend in Charlotte because he was going to school. Anyways, whatever. So basically, this boy was listening to gospel music every single day in his car. When you get in that car, honey, you know you're going to listen to some gospel music. And I was like, what? He was like, my life is falling apart. I said, how are you going to listen to this music all the time? He was like, I don't care. I'm going to keep on listening to this music. And let me tell you, huyo kijana, amendelea naimaisha. Amendelea. He is really doing his thing, honey. He got a job right out of college, and he was struggling in college. He just knew he was going to fail. But he passed. He got a job. He's been living in Atlanta well and flourishing. He got a nice little apartment. When we went over there, oh, it was beautiful. He is living the best life. And every time I ask Jazz, how is Tonio doing? She's always like, yeah, you know, he's doing his thing. You know, da, 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 da. Right? Yes. Because that's how it is. You have to literally call down the presence of God. And the thing about it is, God, I'm a defeater. Like you're playing hide and seek with God. But most of the time, social media, TikTok, you have so many things going on. You cannot even look for God. And that's what I was saying. We have been bamboozled. We have been lied to our whole lives, bruh. These people, and I'm not going to talk about white people all my life, but let me tell you, who came up with a nine to five? Who came up with the idea that we have to be at work all the time? Who came up? And the thing that I saw on Instagram the other day, talking about the servants and the, um, and the peasants, they call them the peasants, of the mid-centuries or the medieval times, we're getting more days off than people in America right now, honey, than the people in America. I remember when I was working three jobs just to maintain my life. You feel me? I remember people working two jobs, being in school, always on the pursuit of more and more and more and more. And and, and we don't know that the, that pursuit of getting a PhD, that pursuit of getting more money, that pursuit of working three times, a, you know, three jobs, that pursuit of all of those things is just drawing us farther and further and further and further away from God. And that's why I thank God that I came to this crazy ass country called Kenya, because and, and and met with these crazy people that I've met with, you know, and, and come into this craziness and come into this place more in Meteseca because I've had nothing but time on my hands to get my shit together. 
I have nothing but time on my hands. I don't have no job. I do work. I sell my sea moss, but I'm 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 an entrepreneur. I live, you know, I I live without people all in my ear, all in my flipping face. And 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 I have time. My son goes to sleep like he's doing now. And I have time to meditate and reflect and think. You you feel me? And and and, and unfortunate events happened where I had to be back again isolated. But that's what I needed so that I can literally do nothing else but wake up and go to God. When I have alone time, I'm thinking about God. When I'm going to sleep, I'm going back to God. Everything is God, God, God. Everything has to be about God. Because if I want to win in this life, it's not going to be me working five jobs, me working in my degree, me working in all of these things, me working in all of that thing is not going to lead me back to my purpose. My purpose has been, despite the fact that I have a PR degree, does not, if sometimes PR can can lead me into Shimo than Yastaki Quingia because at the end of the day, working in the public relations is about manipulating the public. And I don't want to manipulate the public with lies. I'd rather manipulate the public with health and how to help yourself and how to naturally take care of your well-being so that you don't fall into the trap that is pharmaceuticals and that is all these things that have been created to put us in this place where we are numb to the emotion that is the awakening that is happening right now. So many people are not going to be able to understand these messages that these pastors are trying to preach because we are numb. We are not able to understand. We're going back into the earlier she wrote when Yanenda Kanisa just to tick a box, just to kusema Yanenda Kanisa. But we're not going to be able to do that anymore because right now ni shetani ataku kamata ama ni mungu ataku kamata. Right now it's not going to be a big struggle no more. The devil is after the people that he can get. Right now he's trying to form an army. If there was a war going on, say what tunatafuta wase, tunatafuta ma troops. We're looking for soldiers. So that we can be able to win this war. God already knows who he's going to choose. If it's going to be three of them, he's going to give them the power to, to destroy an army of the, of the, of the devil's um, troops and the devil's soldier. But devil, the devil has to work. He has to work hard to, to, to get his people in line. God doesn't have to work that hard. He doesn't need that many people. He, all he needs is the few people that he got. And they'll do what is necessary to, to, to get it done, honey. They'll do what is necessary to get it done. And he'll give them the power to get it done. That's deep. I'm not even doing all that right now. All, I, all I'm saying is this. We have been bamboozled to believe that we have to go to work. You know, that we have to make this money in order to live successfully. We have been bamboozled. We have been lied to to metegua kabisa. Now, the idea of success. We have been told all these things, think success, how to get rich, be a book, become a millionaire, da, 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 trash, taka taka. That is bull. That's BS. We have been told all this stuff about being successful, and it's a bunch of lies. It's a bunch of lies. The only way to be successful is to look for God and to put yourself in the presence of God day in and day out because God does not want his children to be out here broke. He's disgusted by people who live less versions of themselves for the sake of being in this world and, and pleasing people on this world. Because he has so much literally the whole Nakuru can be she rose if she just got her in line, if she just got herself together, if she just put her mind on me and dedicated her time to me. I'll give her 
everything kama nataka hiyo tower 1 kama nataka mali yote in this whole country of Kenya in this whole continent akitaka every of the four corners of Africa to be hers she can get it but she just has to put herself in the presence of me even in this time of recession even when the uchumi is terrible even when life is not life is is lifing and and things are going all wrong you can still have it all by putting your presence your time and your awareness into me and my presence and what i have said and my word and everything that i've said for you to do and being faithful and being disciplined and being obedient and being grateful for the things that you have everything can literally be yours everything but we have been told that in order to have everything and to, in order to be uh, have assets to have money in order to win in order to have the man in order to have the car in order to have the house in order to have the the career you have to chase the money you have to chase the 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 the, the PhDs you have to be educated you have to be this that and the other you have to do so many things honey and that's why many of us are so confused and so lost because we need a job to define us we need a man to define us we need the house we need the car we need those things to be able to define us because we are not doing the inner work to find god and that's why i said the reason why i told you the story about the ex-boyfriend and why i needed to go within myself is because God needs us to be able to understand ourselves so that we can be able to understand him because come on with jielewi na wewe ndio uko na wewe kila siku you literally wake up to you you wake up to you unajiangalia kwa kio unalala na wewe you're dealing with yourself day in and day out yet and still you don't understand yourself you don't even know why you're you're going through so much trauma. You don't even know why you reacted that way when somebody cursed you out or said something ill about you. You don't even know why you react that way about this and other. You don't even know why you wake up and go to work. You don't even know why you're you're here on this earth. You don't even understand your purpose. And yet and still you think that you can make a relationship with God. There's no way. God is is literally looking for you to go and do the inner work. Do the self-care, do the self-awareness, meditate, affirm these things to yourself about yourself. Look at where someone amekumiza, unanyalikumiza what hurt you, what has hurt you in your past. Work on that. Clear yourself of those pains and those traumatic events and that baggage so that you can be able to now seek the kingdom of God. Look for God day in and day out. Unamuka, jusai una ujafura. You're no longer angry about what happened in your past. You're no longer carrying that baggage. Oh, somebody hurt me. This is what happened. This is why I can't move on. This is why I can't love God. This is why I don't have interest in God. Mi siangali anti anymore. Siangali shosho, siangali guka, siangali huyu huyu. Siangali ata pastor mwenyewe. I don't give a damn what the pastor is doing. What I care about is what my God is asking for me to do. And that's why I'm that's you have to heal. Even my church is always in Guinness in Minichoma. Pack out on a rent. They're asking me to pay the rent for their church. And I've dealt I've dealt with so many people here in this Kenya where I've been burnt by the Kenyan I've given a pastor money in this Kenya he and he told me he's going to pay me back on Monday. And that fool never paid me back, never spoke to me, never said nothing. And he's a pastor still stealing from a, a freaking churchgoer. You feel me? And all of the things that have happened in this church and in this church realm, I could be burnt right now. I should be done with it. I should be done with God. God has put me through the ringer since I've come to this Kenya. And I'm still trusting him because I trust myself. 
Because I went through that period of time where I was like, I'm not a wife, I'm not lovable, to loving myself. I went to that loving myself bit. I went to that trusting myself bit. I went to knowing that I don't need to be working for no damn body because I'm not anybody's slave. I don't care if I had a PhD in, in PR. I don't need to be working for anyone. What is my purpose? What does God want me to do? And ever since I asked those questions within myself, and I did, did this deep diving, and I went to start meditating, and I did some small, small exercises, and I went to herbal care and, and treating myself naturally and, and with herbs and, and dealing with, with nature and dealing with loving nature and dealing with loving myself and dealing with loving who I am and where I can be and getting visions from God and showing me who I could be, what I can be, and having a vision board a prayer board and all of these things those things I had to do with myself internally so that I can be able to now ascend and move forward and love God because I can't hurt myself anymore I'm not willing to commit suicide or be numb or, or do any of those stupid things that I was trying to do when I was younger now I'm lower myself I understand myself I know what ticks me off I know what Pisses me off. I'm not boundaries. Now, if I'm going to chop them to coffee. You know, when I know that I'm going to be bad, I'm going to act crazy, I'm going to act bad, act bad, act bad, I know that I'm not, I'm not supposed to be there. So let me get on out of that situation. Now, let me go back to God. Let me go back to centering myself around God. And every time I read the Bible, I'm like, good job, good job. But then I, I'm like, what? Why am I pepping myself? Like, why am I patting myself on the back for, for reading the Bible? That should be a basic. That should be something that I do. You feel me? But at the same time, I know where I came from. Where I wouldn't even read the Bible. Why? Well, I thought the Bible was complete trash because a white man wrote it. And being so woke that I, I sometimes you'd be like, I don't want to believe in that Jesus talk. I don't want to believe in that Jesus stuff. I don't want to believe in that Bible. That, that Bible has been manipulated by the white man. Yeah, it has been. But you have to understand that there is something in there for you. And that's something that's going to elevate you. And for majority of our lives... The Bible has been interpreted by people and we don't get to read it for ourselves. So we don't understand for ourselves what is written in there and what can speak to us because we have shut it down because of racism and because of colonization, because of missionaries, because of all this stuff that has been used to bamboozle us from the truth and from the hidden treasures of this thing called life. That's why this is so amazing what that pastor has said. This is the meaning of life. To be able to search for God. And even if you just say. Leo ntamuka nipike. Na nitaskiliza music ya mangoma za mungu. Leo nikikabla nilale. Nilazima nita. Tengia yo biblia ni insome. Even if it's two lines. That is the blessing. And that's what he was saying. Like you can open literally every door. To your finances. To your love life. To your family life. To your generational curses being broken. To everything. Every desire of your heart. Every desire of your life. Is hidden behind the door of seeking God. Once you find yourself. Do the inner work. Do the therapy for yourself. Allahu graduate. When kutafta mungu. You're looking for God. Now you graduate and now you're looking for God. Every part of your life. Every part of your day. You're looking for God. And you glorifying God. And you're telling people openly and honestly. I'm looking for God. I want God in my business. I want God in my relationship. I want God in my family. I want God to help me raise my son. I want God to, to pick my next car, my next house, my next everything. I want God to be the center of every decision I make. Once you get to that point, yo, 
I'm telling you, your life is going to change drastically. And that's what I was saying. I'm richer than the majority of the people on this good old earth. And I'm not talking about financially. I'm talking about spiritually. And I know that spiritual richness is the key to life. That's the key. That's the only way. That's the only way. And I hate to go past 30 minutes on this podcast. And I pray that some and everyone listens to this point and listens to to the part, you know, to the end of this podcast. Because I'm dropping the biggest gem I think there is on this earth. Ukiwa chana na my TikTok, na my Instagram, na my these hoes, <laughs> and this drugs, and this alcohol, and this perception of life, and this money, and trying to find the financial life and, and to be the best and have mansions and Range, Ro- Range Rovers, G Wagons, Mercedes, Choppers. When you let go of literally everything that the earth has bamboozled you with and has made you believe is the true meaning of success and the meaning of life. Clean yourself up. Take Brush the shoulders off, honey. When you're feeling like Brush your shoulders off. Get the dirt off you. Get the baggage off you. Toy your my my chafiyot and you make hold down. And then go look for God. Make sure you dedicate time to Him. Make sure that you're being thankful. Make sure when you hear from Him that you are obedient. Make sure that you are disciplined to His word and to His purpose. Even if you are not going to make money for the first three years. You're not going to make money. And you're going to be in this situation where you're literally getting tested. You're being oppressed. To the point where you might as well, damn, kill me, kill me, kill me. I, I just want to die at this point because I, I don't want to keep going on with this damn life. If this is what life looks like, I don't want to do it. Once you get to that point and then you come out of it and then you're able to see, wow, I really had to go through that to get to this point. I really had to go through that to get to this point. When you get through all of those steps and then now you're waking up thanking God, oh God, thank you for this. Oh, thank you, God, for this. And then you're you're seeking God. You're searching. I'm going to listen to this music. I'm going to get right with him. I'm going to look into this book and, and listen to the word and, and surround myself and, and find playlists and, and curate, you know, playlists for myself that are preachers and pastors and good people and, 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 and people who want to talk about God genuinely. And the genuine part, ask for the spirit of discernment so that you can learn who is genuine and who isn't. You feel me? And just make God the center of everything that you do. Your business, your life, your love, everything. Make God the center of it. And learn to forgive people. Walk around with a good heart that's light and free of anger and, and, and hatred and, 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 and spite and wanting to come back for somebody because they did you wrong. All of those things. Hey, hey, it feels good. It feels good. It feels good to be able to be here. This is the ultimate enlightenment. Enlightenment. Unajua how my Buddha na my monks wanaenda huko wanajificha kwa mountains, wanaenda wanaganyamaza for a whole month, wana fast na wana they don't eat, they don't do nothing just so that they can have clarity in the word of God come into them and so that they can be able to understand it and be able to live this life now with that understanding this is how i feel now nimemaliza hiyo fasting nimemaliza kunyamaza nimemaliza hiyo vitu yote nimemaliza kujificha kwa mlima now i finally get to live now with that new understanding of life that i am on the right path because i'm seeking god actively so everything that i know that i'm going to be every win every 
opportunity, every door is now open to me because I understand what God wants his children to do. And that is to look for him day in and day out so that he can pour down those blessings on me. So that he can pour down opportunity, everything, every little thing. Come and attack a G-Wagon. Daipata. Daipata. Come and attack a mansion. Daipata. Because Mungu Atani. He'll give me all of those things because he wants me to win. And if I know that I'm going to stay here, even when I get the G-Wagon, even when I get the mansion, even when I get the husband, even when I get the, the, the finances, the millions and all of that stuff, even when I get all of those things, I'm going to actively still say thank you five times a day, still go into that Bible, still play worship music, still seek God each and every day, even when I'm winning and in my winning season, in my victory season, even in my millionaire season, that now I'm a winner. I'm going forever winning. I'm never going to be out here lost again. And that's the point. And that's what I wanted my whole life. And even when God places me in these opportunities, I know that I can handle them because now I know that I'm, I'm, I'm God's child and he's covering me completely. And that's everything for me. So I'm so thankful for that ex-boyfriend because he made me go inside myself and make me see the worst in me. And then now seeing the worst in me, him seeing the worst in me made me worthy. So I saw the worst in myself. And now I'm seeing the worst of loving God. And now I see the worst of this life despite all the pain that we go through. And that is truly unlocking this thing called life. And I hope that you guys can too. And I thank you so much for listening to this podcast all the way through, all 56, 57 minutes of it. Good Lord. I thank you so much, and I hope that it brings you new clarity that you needed your whole life. Because now at 30, knowing that, bro, <laughs> I'm not even 30 yet, honey. So for the rest of my time on this earth, because I know God is the answer to every one of my desires. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. And I hope that it made so much sense that you are able to live with this now as your new understanding, as your new way of life. That have messed up God and what you could have with God. Live like you're supposed to with him. Despite your drinking, despite your smoking, despite everything that you do, whatever you do, Make sure you get into that posture of God. Make sure that you're looking for him each and every day. If you're going to drink, drink after you done or before or whatever. But make sure you're making God the priority, the center of your day in and your day out. Love you so much and I thank you for listening. Mwah.